everyone. Welcome to Tuesdays with Perry. This is episode 20. So today we're going to be talking about Perry's governor, the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, is calling um, for Florida grand jury to investigate coronavirus vaccine wrongdoing. We're also going to talk a little bit about the Twitter files, Sam Bankman-Fried's arrest, and other things Florida-related. So let's see if we can't um, get Perry on the line. Hey, Perry, uh, how you doing, man? How you feeling? I heard you were sick last week. Yeah, um, doing much, much better today, Rudy. Um, getting back to myself. Weird bug. Um, got it from the better half while we were still on vacation. And today is now day 15. And today is the first day where I'm starting to feel like myself again. So... Never felt really sick except for the very first day. Had a very slight fever, the stereotypical aches and pains, no sore throat, no runny nose, no congestion. Um, And then I figured, okay, you know, take two aspirin, call me in the morning sort of thing. Went to bed. And the next day, you know, all the really bad stuff of the aches, pains, they were gone. Um, But I felt like I had just run a marathon and I felt that way no matter how many hours of sleep I got for the last, you know, two weeks. And, um, yeah. So anyway, long story short, um, you know, when you reach an elevated age, you know, you go for your annual physicals. And so we get our blood checked for a multitude of things, including levels of, uh, vitamins, minerals, and what have you. And so one of the things I asked my doctor just to know whether or not I have them, I'm going to also be getting the, uh, the antibody test. Mm. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see, but, uh, I sincerely doubt it. I, I've, uh, I, it'll be interesting. Yeah. That's all I can say. Why you think it was COVID or it might've been something I, I else. Don't. <laughs> it might've been I something it, else I, cooked up in a lab. I, <laughs> yeah. I think it's one of those other, uh, Fauci fandoms that that are are circling the globe and um, it would be interesting just to be able to rule it out and say see I told you and and that's the only reason why we're doing it but yeah thank you for for being concerned yeah Um, well I was I didn't hear from you and um, especially last Tuesday I didn't hear from you so I got a little worried but I I eventually tracked you down and I'm glad you're feeling better so (laughs) We're going to get into uh, some of the headlines uh, in the news today, Um, but one of the ones that is uh, not really, well, the news broke last week or over the weekend, and it wasn't really reported in mainstream media because it happened at a closed event, but Fox News is reporting DeSantis calls for Florida grand jury to investigate 
coronavirus vaccine wrongdoing. So uh, I want to get your comment on that first, and then we're going to talk a little bit about the Twitter files, uh, the mainstream media's uh, response to that, and Sam Bankman-Fried's FTX debacle and the fact that he was arrested in the Bahamas yesterday, and apparently his mom was laughing (laughs) during the uh, court appearance uh, today. And um, we're going to talk a little bit about um, originally the indictment had uh, any mention of political donations redacted, but that information was recently released. So let's start with your governor. Ron DeSantis calls for a Florida grand jury to look into vaccine wrongdoing. Well, um, I'm certainly not opposed to the governor doing it, but remaining totally fair and, and honest, as I always am, I don't think it's going to go anywhere. And the reason I say this is um, you and I touched base about this uh, many weeks ago. Uh, it had to do with the the Reagan administration. And I had said uh, one of the very few, and by very few, I mean less than three things that Rinaldus Magnus got wrong during his eight years as president was going along with this. I'm just going to call it a cabal uh, within the administration. Someone or or someones uh, within his administration convinced him to go along with legislation that had been run through uh, both the House and Senate. And at that in that time in history, the Republicans controlled the Senate and the Democrats controlled the House. And so it was a bipartisan thing. And I didn't know about it until COVID. What did they convince Reagan to do? The legislation was written so as to absolve any pharmaceutical company who had invested and manufactured slash distributed vaccines that had deleterious effects on human beings could no longer be held accountable for the uh, the detrimental results right. from taking those vaccines. Right. Uh, unfortunately, I, I, back then the FDA was a, a fair you would a fair arbiter of safety. Uh, it, it doesn't seem that way today. Well, and and I think that's when things started to turn for the dark side with regard to those that are within the power structure of the FDA. I think those same miscreants or um, those who have since replaced them, because we're talking almost 40 years now, um, these are the same people or same kinds of people who pushed the COVID vaccine on us. And they did so knowing that nothing, no one could be held accountable for for the effects, the deleterious effects um, around the world because of, of, of how that, that law was signed in, right. uh, into authorization. And so it started then. It, we're now, we're now uh, post-COVID, okay? And um, I think as much as uh, DeSantis and our attorney general want to move forward 
with a with a lawsuit within the state of Florida, right. it's going to be laughed at. Yeah. And I, I hate to say that, but I, it's possible what he's trying to do is is to get out to the masses. Look, this is the information. It's now in the court records. Right. Do with it as you wish. Right. And so I, th- I think that's about the only thing that can come of it. Yeah, I, I think you're right there. I think it's, I don't want to call it a political stunt. I think it's a political move. I think it's being done at the behest of his constituents and his fans nationwide, I, I mean, which is great. Um, I, I think there might be a leg to stand on given um, information that is about to come out regarding um, some of the malfeasance not done on the pharmaceuticals uh, companies per se, but by the government who actually crafted this law and absolved them from from wrongdoing, we'll have to see uh, what happens overall. I mean, whether they're held liable or not. Mm-hmm. What, what I like to see about trials, if it does go to court, a great thing about a trial is even if you don't win, it's called discovery. And you get that's ev- right. You get evidence in the press. And um, I think a lot of times that's more important than whether you win or not. So and 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 I'm going to interrupt you there because this brings to something else that you may or may not want to talk about. Thank God for Elon Musk. Right. Because the media um, industrial complex is not going to talk about this. Right. Well, They're that, not interested in talking about this. Well, that's where we're going next. Uh, we've had five okay. drops um, from Elon Musk and the Twitter files. Um, they absolved, obviously, Trump, and he there was no a violation of the terms of service of Twitter, but he was banned anyway. We knew he was shadow banned uh, a, a couple months even before he was outright banned. And so we know about, uh, and we know about all the interplay between uh, the federal government and parts of the deep state and uh, agents of the intelligence services or assets of the intelligence services uh, looking to derail Trump, among others. But the most recent development is um, that, I don't know if you know Jay uh, Bhattacharya. Um, oh, yes. Yes, from Stanford, and he's an often mm-hmm. often a guest on, on Fox News, that he was mm-hmm. banned and he, is a, he was a critic of the vaccines. And obviously, we have all these different people that talking about the origins of, of COVID. Um, and first of all, it's not well, a vaccine. First of all, I, I just want to point out, it's not a vaccine. It's gene therapy. And so... That's right. And we have all these things coming out to actually... Um, uh, to buttress all the claims have been making that the conservatives have been making that were all true about shadow banning and and all these other things and, and Twitter being partisan. But, and I want you to comment on this too, this is from Fox News, Twitter files, CNN, ABC, NBC, CBS, blackout coverage of the Elon Musk leaks. So uh, wherever you want to start with the uh, Twitter files, Perry. Wow. Well, there's an awful lot there. So let's, yep. let's take it one bite, one bite at a time. Let's let's start with the hero of the hour, and maybe the hero of of uh, this decade, Elon Musk. Um, it's amazing, and I I want to use a, a a better adjective 
um, but I get too angry thinking about this for very long. So it's a, uh, let's just stick with the fact that it's amazing what shining the light of truth on all of these miscreants of society is now causing in the way of grief, beginning with the corporate media structure that doesn't want to talk with it. So what, what do they talk about it? So what do they do? They, they go after and attack Elon Musk for not just being a messenger, but more importantly, for someone wanting to report actual facts, not politicizing, just simply saying, this is what happened. These are the people involved. This, these are their actions. Make your own decision. What, what does the New York Slimes, what does the Washington Compost do? Immediately attack him as an individual as well as his character. Not only that, and but so, the federal government uh, investigating him over a variety of different things. Uh, and even uh, the San Francisco um, district attorney invest, investigating because he put beds at Twitter's HQ. Um, so he's getting hit from all sides. Yeah, and, and, and again, I, this, obviously Elon Musk could repopulate the planet with his own set of testicles because that's how big they are, okay? <laughs> Um, and I say that with all due respect to him, because what did he do through Twitter the moment the I, I thought it was the city of San Francisco. I didn't realize it was the AG. OK, so what did he do the moment the AG of California threatened legal action against him for putting beds in uh, Twitter um headquarters in, in San Francisco, he said, he said, and I'm, of course, I'm not quoting, paraphrasing. I find it interesting that you're more concerned about the housing situation of private, of, of, of members of a private organization sleeping in their offices than you are about the people dying or, or children dying in the playgrounds of California parks because of fentanyl pills left by addicts. Yeah. And, 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 you know, unfortunately it's only conservative media that is reporting this, yeah. but it's okay because honestly, where do you think this bully in Sacramento can go with this now. Right. You want to take on the richest man in the world who is all about getting information out to the general public while you yeah. try to cover things up? Bring it on. Yeah. You know, and 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 that's Well, Elon Musk put put his money where his mouth is. 44 billion correct. in it. So <laughs> Correct. And and so I I I find it that's why I'm using the word amazing or amusing. Either one. We have the, the world is literally giving us the very worst of their masses on the southern border. Just yesterday alone in El Paso, and I know I'm sorry, I'm getting you off track here, but just yesterday alone, and this is one of the reasons why since I went on the Thanksgiving cruise, I've, I've tuned out for the most part. I try to watch very little news. Um, yesterday, unfortunately, 
I was out of town on business. I was in my hotel room and I made the mistake of turning on the news. And what do I find out? Oh, just in one day alone, meaning yesterday, in the city of El Paso, Texas, 16,000 people came across the border. Yeah. 16,000 people in one fucking day. Yeah. And we have a commander in chief who says to Peter Ducey, I have more important things to worry about than going to the border, which is only 80 miles from where I stand right now. Really? Yeah, we don't want to get sucked. In. We don't want to get sucked into the border story right now. Let's. Um, there's a lot to unpack in the Twitter files. Uh, I, I think we hit what's coming up next, which is uh, what we talked about. Elon Musk also tweet, tweeted out that my pronouns are prosecute <laughs> slash Fauci. <laughs> so I saw that myself. Yeah. So, so, so that uh, that says it all right there. So we'll see what him and Bhattacharya uh, come up with uh, as far as dealing with the whole coronavirus thing. Um, and maybe that aids uh, uh, DeSantis in his grand jury. We'll see. Moving on to FTX and San Bankman Freed's parents were at his hearing in the Bahamas and his mother laughed during his proceedings, report says... And of course, Sam Bankman-Fried diverted FDX customer funds to donate to political campaigns, authorities charge. Now, as I said earlier, um, that part of the indictment was redacted, but a bunch of people, including uh, people at the Gateway Pundit, the Hoffs there, um, they blew their stack. Um, and so that got out in the media pretty quickly. And so they unredacted that part of the indictment. Federal authorities charged Sam Bankman-Fried with using tens of millions of dollars of misappropriated customer funds to make illegal political donations to both Democratic and Republican candidates, they say, but we know the majority went to the Democratic Party. He was second only to George Soros in uh, Democratic political donations. Um, what do you think? Well, wait, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop you there for a second. No, go. go because, yeah. because let me tell you something. If, and I doubt it, if that statement by the press is true that he provided any campaign funds to a Republican. I want to know who the fuck it is, and I want to know it now yeah. because I want that person yeah. out of my party. I believe because he's not a Republican. Yeah, I believe it's token because um, a, a lot of companies, corporations do this too. They give a majority to the people they want to win, but they don't want to seem completely partisan, and they want to hedge their bets. So they often give token. Well, look, Token the, the amounts chairman, to the other party. The chairman of the board of Costco does that. Yeah. But Sam Bankman Freed. Did we lose you? Of, okay. of uh, Costco. Right. Okay? And Costco gives millions of dollars of, a year to the Democrat Party. The difference between what they give the Republicans and Democrats is something in the neighborhood of 20 or 30 to one. Right. So if Bankman Freed had given any money at all, it was to call it a token is uh, amount is really being generous right. here, Rudy. Right. So let's, let's, let's not kid ourselves. Right. Um, also, I don't know if you know this, but his uh, uh, Bankman Freed's parents are well connected and actually his mother 
laughed several times when he was called a fugitive. Uh, she's w very well connected in democratic circles. And that's probably how he got engaged with the present uh, Securities and Exchange Commission uh, director or commissioner there. Um, uh, I forget the name uh, escapes me right now. So he's very well connected to the Democratic Party. I don't know how much we want to beat this dead horse, but I must say that they also got him in money laundering charges. And I want to see if the Ukraine connection is brought out in the indictment. That's going to give great teeth to, to the Republicans to start um, uh, uh, doing assessments of the money going to Ukraine and to see exactly um, what's happening there. I don't know, you said you wanted to touch on something that happened over a week ago, uh, DeSantis and FEMA, I guess DeSantis says FEMA denied emergency aid request and uh, state will provide 25 million for hurricane victims. I don't know if you wanna touch that or if you wanna do anything else with uh, FTX, if you wanna uh, go a little more on that or, or, or go well, over to FEMA. I do. I do want to uncover just a little bit more on FTX because all FTX was and all that's why that's why Sammy's mommy was laughing so much because yeah. she knows she's got the inside scoop. Nothing's going to happen to her, her, her ugly little boy who hasn't decided whether or not he wants to have pecs or boobs. Right. But put that aside for a second. The fact of the matter is he's a, he's deeply connected within the power structure of the Democrat Party. And we know from history, nothing ever happens to people who are in the Democrat Party. We can go down a list of names. We can go as far back if we want to. We can go as far back as the Clintons 30 right. years ago. Right. Okay. And how if somebody had the goods on them, it was always one of their business partners or an associate or an aide that took the fall. Right. We can, we can, so, so this is what's going to happen with, with, with a uh, little Sammy boy. Yeah. He's going to have his name in the news for the next two weeks. And by new years, it's going to be buried. Right. Will he or, really have or legal? May, or maybe, have, or maybe he'll be buried. <laughs> <laughs> well, Vince Foster, uh, they're, they're, Vince Foster style. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's my whole point. Same thing with this kid, Rich, that supposedly Seth had Rich. the goods on Hildebeest. Yeah, we, I right. covered that today at the FBI. Um, yeah, I covered that FBI uh -huh. release. All of a sudden, they're interested in the uh, conspiracy theory of assassination. So, uh huh. And and so, the whenever the government, especially this particular regime, whenever the government and the uh, media complex starts to move in one direction, we need to look in the opposite right. because all of this is nothing more than subterfuge. The more we talk about Sammy boy, the less, the less time that is spent on what's going on in the Southern border. The more time we talk about um, the laptop from hell, nothing's going to come of this. Even, even with us taking control of the house. The more we talk about the laptop from hell, the more we have to, we're not talking about China getting ready to invade Taiwan or anything that uh, Pootie Poot plans to do right. 
in his continuing war efforts in Ukraine. Right. So that's and let's and let's not even talk about about Father Fauci and COVID or the coming collapse of our economy, which right. is is probably not more than a couple of months away. Right. Okay. So that's what we have to be concerned about. When they start doing this stuff, it's nothing more than subterfuge. We need to stay focused on the other right. things that are far more important. I think we should. Um, I, I think we should stay focused on all the things. And Rand Paul is insisting that he's going to prosecute Fauci. So um, I'd like to see that. I'd like to see House committees investigating all this shit. Um, you want to move on to uh, this thing about uh, DeSantis and FEMA? You want to give a I couple do. words on that? I, I do. Um, you know, there, I, it, it goes back to what I've said repeatedly to you on your podcast. Everything that DeSantis does, I love. I, I, I do. I do like the fact that he's doing this. But Rudy, I got to tell you, when it comes to this situation, the only way I see. Um, him ha having anywhere to go with this is based on how um, the federal government handled all the flood victims from la from earlier this year that did not have FEMA insurance because they did not live in a flood zone. And to be honest with you, it happened so quickly and it was in and out of the news so quickly because FEMA was there just like they were there for us Floridians in the days and weeks following Ian, unless the Biden administration is treating our non-FEMA uh, insured flooding victims here in the state of Florida differently than they did of the flood victims earlier this year um, up in the, in the um, I want to say it was in the, in the Valley. Um, if they were treated differently than the way our non-FEMA insured property owners are being treated now, I don't think DeSantis really has much to stand on. Right. Um, but we'll see. We'll see where it goes. Right. And um, I, I support his decision to do it. Uh, he's, he's proven himself right on everything he's done so far, going, going all the way back to reopening the state two years ago, almost three years ago now, okay, uh, when everybody called him a mass murderer. Well, he was proven right about that. He was yeah. proven right about sending our kids back to schools without masks, by the way, okay? And he's been proven right about not insisting uh, uh, students going to colleges within the state of Florida have to get vaxxed. So, and that's something we didn't talk about tonight, but... Yeah. Um, there are universities around the country, mostly ivory towered universities, that are telling students, even who are not going to come on to campus mm. because they're unvaxxed, they're now saying, we are not going to allow you to complete your degree studies. Right. So he's been proven right on all these things. Yeah. So hopefully he'll be proven right here as well. Well, I I'm, I'm sure he will. Um, I, I think we're going to close it out here. I just, I just want a, a couple of things. Um, that I wanted to, to say here about um, DeSantis that um, and, and flooding, uh, first of all, is that um, he's going to, uh, he's going to, the state's going to put up the money 
and he just said, uh, we want to cut through the bureaucracy, we want to bring relief to impacted, impacted Floridians, regardless of whether FEMA want to be part of that. Um, and I'm just going to finish up here by saying uh, that he said, not only do we think that would be filling, we would be filling a need, but we also think that we could do it quicker and more efficiently than FEMA, and so we worked really hard to do that. So he's going to go ahead and provide the money, um, and the, regardless of what FEMA did. Um, and even though FEMA promised that they were going to, uh, uh, you know, deliver some of the aid. So I know we're going to get into um, some other topics um, coming up. I'm great. Uh, I really appreciate you joining uh, me tonight, um, Perry. Is there anything you want to add before we close out? Um, just just to go back to uh, the census for a second. Yeah, I'm glad you, you mentioned that point, that it is uh, Florida tax dollars that are going to help these people. And, you know, if we, if we get our money back from the federal government, great. Uh, I'm not counting on it. But that is... Again, that is a governor who is leading by example. Yeah. Again, why I'm so proud of, of him. Yeah. And uh, he continues to outperform uh, all expectations. Yeah. You know, Godspeed to him. Yeah, and um, you, know, you know he's just being punished uh, by the federal, you know, by the Biden administration. You know, that's just... Well, that, well, well that's my point. And, and uh, before before I, I condemn... Comrade Biden for screwing us down here in Florida because we don't want to play by his rules. Yeah. Before I can do that to him, I need to see what he did for all those flood victims who who did not live in flood coverage or mandatory flood coverage zones. Did he make them whole? Because right. if he did, now we have something to go after him yeah. for because now he's treating one American differently than he's treating another one. Of course. And on, on a last note regarding the flooding, I will tell you, um, you know, that's what my better half and I do for a living as, as expert witnesses in construction forensics. And that's why we're down there right now in the southwest quarter of the state. And there are a lot of people that we're going to be helping in the months and unfortunately years to come. Yeah. We're still working on cases from uh, Hurricane Matthew, which was in 2016. Yeah. So I will tell you that this is a very arduous, very difficult legal procedure. And for the governor to step up the way he is to help people who the federal government doesn't think is worthy of it, um, it says a lot about his character. It says a lot about his leadership. It says a lot about his in intelligence level. Right. And, uh, and it's why he was easily reelected and he put the old donkey out to pasture. Yeah, he certainly did. He certainly did. <laughs> so thanks Perry. Uh, uh, I really appreciate you. you. I really appreciate you, uh, coming in and I'm glad you're feeling better. Um, so, uh, we'll see you next week, right? Yes, you will definitely see me or hear me <laughs> anyway right. next yeah. week. And uh, I look forward to it, my friend. All right. Take care, man. Bye-bye now. See ya. Well, there goes Perry. Uh, Perry from Florida. And that closes out episode 20 of Tuesdays with Perry. So he's got... 
Ron DeSantis is getting very popular, especially now with uh, these calls for a grand jury to look into vaccine injuries for uh, Floridians. Should be something that is looked at uh, nationwide. We have Rand Paul. He's going to go after Fauci. I think um, the House should uh, convene a committee looking into uh, the origins of the coronavirus vaccines and, and all these other things as well. I hope they do. I mean, um, and I hope, and I'm sure, I hope uh, Elon Musk uh, releases more about Twitter and we're going to find out more about Fauci, about the coronavirus, about vaccines, about the suppression of information um, on uh, the social media companies. We're going to, we'll see, um, we'll see all of that coming out, I hope. I hope. Um, So... I'll see you tomorrow. This is it for uh, Tuesdays with Perry, episode 20. Peace out.